Hey, Survivor. Welcome to Episode 3 of the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what to do when narcissists triangulate. I can't wait to dissect this topic with you. Let's dive in. Hey, Survivor. Welcome to the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. I'm Leslie Kane, wife and mom, master certified health coach, certified trauma support specialist, and narcissistic abuse survivor. And I know you've been wondering who and what you're dealing with. And you're done with distracting people, wasting your time and other resources. You secretly desire a drama-free exit from these toxic relationships. You've had it with the hoovering. You're sick of feeling stressed and exhausted, wishing they would just leave you alone. You want to heal after narcissistic abuse using holistic health, trauma support, and boundaries. If you're ready to disconnect from dysfunction and prioritize your health and well-being, take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and just relax, this time's for you. Triangulation is a form of comparison that is orchestrated by the narcissist, where they can pit people against each other in a way that's maybe subtle, or it can be more obvious, and it can foster feelings of jealousy, guilt, or insecurity. It can be awkward or just inappropriate. And a lot of times the people that are being triangulated don't realize what's really going on. What does this look like? Well, it can be between siblings and the narcissist, say a narcissistic parent pitting two siblings against each other. Or it can be a narcissistic person pitting their partner against another man or woman. Or a narcissistic boss pitting coworkers against each other. And typically, the narcissist is triangulating to their advantage. It's something that's going to make them look good or get them what they want, get their needs met. How does that feel? Well, for the people who are being triangulated, it's hurtful. And it can create a lot of resentment all the way around and make the people being triangulated feel really insecure just within themselves, but also around each other, which can create separation. It can feel very lonely or isolating, especially when you're talking about people who are supposed to be close to you, like family. It can just feel really uncomfortable. I've experienced triangulation with my older half-siblings, and my dad was the orchestrator of all of that. And basically, the way that it happened was that my dad often used my accomplishments, whether it was in school or even more so later when I entered the workforce after college and I was landing a job and I was working and traveling and having all of these different experiences and working for a really big company. And he would use my accomplishments for bragging rights. And in talking to some of my older half-siblings, expressing to them about all the things that I was doing and how great it was and all of that, essentially using my accomplishments for his own bragging rights. And what that did was that it created this kind of distance and I'm getting side eye and 
all of this kind of flack from my older half-siblings or just even creating an awkward dynamic between me and my older half-siblings where we weren't necessarily in communication with each other or close, but then there was this kind of distance being created because they were tired of hearing about all the stuff that I was doing. Meanwhile, I'm completely oblivious and trying to work hard and be the best version of myself, not to sound cliche, and not realizing that my dad's bragging about the things that I was doing was creating this rift. And it just made it really difficult. It really is uncomfortable. And I know even with my younger brother, who I actually grew up with and and lived with, I think that he always felt like he could never measure up. And I was always being put on a pedestal for my accomplishments in school or getting into exclusive schools and private schools and doing well and all this other stuff. And it created some distance. The narcissist triangulates so that they can feel better, so that they can feel better by association or look good by association. And it really creates a lot of problems relationally for the people who are being triangulated. And it's really sad, especially when it's family. What do you do about that? Well, I say shut it down. And I thought of five ways that you can potentially shut down this type of ego-boosting comparison that the narcissist does. One is to put the focus back on your relationship. and Or if it's a professional situation, putting your focus back on the business and not focusing so much on what the narcissist has said or the dynamic that the narcissist has created, but really focus and not bringing into the fold things that the narcissist has said or mentioned or bragged about or relayed, but really focusing, like kind of starting from scratch or focusing on the nuts and bolts of your relationship with the person, if possible. In a romantic setting, that may not fly, but in some other relationship dynamics, really bringing the focus into what's going on in your specific relationship with this person. Two, Ending the conversation. Say, for example, a resentful person, whether it's a sibling or a coworker or somebody like that, tries to bring up uh, or maybe even mock or talk negatively about something that the narcissist has said and trying to bring you down, maybe because of something that the narcissist has said or to bring in the narcissist comments about you or bragging about you into the conversation to just end the conversation. You know what? I've got to go. Or you know what? I really don't want to talk about this. Or can we talk about something else? Or, you know, I've got somewhere I have to be, or I've got to take this call and ending the conversation because it's not worth promoting or perpetuating that toxic dynamic and really making it worse 
than what it already is. Three, cultivate your own relationships. I think this is so important as much as possible. It may not always be possible, but as much as you can to cultivate your own relationships with people. And this is something that I wish I would have done earlier, say with my half siblings is really, it was kind of tough to do that because there were a lot of, uh, there were already a lot of toxic dynamics in place that were not my fault uh, or my siblings fault for that matter. But I wish that I would have started earlier or continued to pursue my own relationship with them because that would have allowed them to really get to know me versus getting to know me or knowing bits and pieces about me through my dad. And you could take that and maybe apply it to any other relationship, but cultivating your own relationships, I think, is a valuable way to kind of knock down the narcissist's efforts to triangulate for their own benefit. Four, limit your exposure to toxicity. If you know that you have a family member or a boss or a coworker or a friend or a neighbor who tends to triangulate, then you'll want to make your best effort to avoid that person so that you don't get sucked into that kind of dynamic or make yourself available for triangulation in that way just because, you know, out of sight, out of mind, not making yourself available by limiting your contact with them. So you may need to forego some some events or turn down some invitations or just kind of stay out of certain situations where that might happen so that you don't get sucked in. And then number five, keep it real. I think one of the best things that I could have done under the circumstances, having been triangulated with older siblings and other situations, was just to keep it real. And this kind of goes along with cultivating my own relationships with other people. But say, for example, with my older half-brother, cultivating my own relationship with him. And not only that, but sharing vulnerably with him my experience in growing up with my dad, because I know that that was a sore spot. And that because my dad bragged so much about the things that I was doing, it made it look like I had this rosy life and this awesome upbringing with my dad, when really there was abuse taking place, there was abandonment taking place, there was all kinds of toxicity happening behind closed doors, but because my dad chose to selectively, as narcissists do, only share the good stuff, like, oh, she graduated from Georgetown, now she's working here, and she's doing this, and she's doing that, and she's traveling over here, and she's going here for work, and oh my gosh. Because he only showed those parts, it made it look like I had this incredible experience that they were missing out on, my half-siblings were missing out on, when really it was hard and I had to fight through a lot of toxicity to just stay focused and to keep my head down and to accomplish the things that I did. I had to lean on some friends and certain family members that I could trust or count on. And it was a lot harder than what it appeared to be. And my 
older half-brother was shocked to find out that my dad really acted out and almost single-handedly destroyed my wedding day. He had no idea because he didn't attend the wedding. And when I shared with him what went down before, during, and after the wedding, he was completely blown away. And I had no problem sharing that with him because I knew that my dad had done a lot of bragging over the years that really had created a lot of built up resentment um, with some of my older siblings. And I wanted to make sure that they knew as much as I could help it, that it wasn't all rosy and that appearances can be deceiving and just keeping it real. Yeah, to be honest with you, this is what happened or, you know, this actually went down this way. Couldn't believe it. And I think, too, it kind of helped to let some of the air out of the bag in terms of like that built up resentment or jealousy or insecurity. And all of a sudden, I was this real person. And I think when you keep it real like that, people feel closer. It's easier to make a connection. And it really helped a lot. And so after that point, I was able to have really productive, like, heartfelt conversations and just be vulnerable, be humble. And after my dad passed away, my older brother actually, you know, reached out uh, quite often to ask me questions or to talk to me about certain things. And we were able to really have a great conversation and cultivate our own relationship, despite the ways that my dad had triangulated us over the years. And we didn't recognize it at the time, but now that I know what I know, I'm really grateful just even for taking the steps to just intuitively be vulnerable and humble when I had the opportunity or when I heard my brother bring things up and I could hear the resentment in his voice and to just set the record straight. It was very freeing and very healing for me and helpful for our relationship. Hopefully that helps you. And remember, anyone who triangulates doesn't belong in your circle. If this podcast has helped you understand who and what you're dealing with, sharpen your discernment, and move forward on your healing journey, share it with another survivor. Help me help others by leaving a review for the show. And let's connect on social. Take a screenshot, share it in your IG stories, find and tag me at The Vibrant Survivor, and I'll share your post too. I look forward to connecting with you on IG and seeing you back here. You're not alone and you're not crazy. Know who you're dealing with, know who you are. Take care and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye-bye.